A very busy week for a police service uh, with a number of ongoing investigations, including another shooting yesterday. And uh, again, there's the concern within the public consciousness right now that, that this is escalating. And uh, we caught in the middle of something here. What, what can you tell us? Well, we do know because we tracked the uh, shootings over the last three years. There was a reduction actually last year down to 25, which mirrored pretty closely 2016. It was 41 in 2017. Uh, so, uh, you know, Obviously, with a, a number of this to date, which is five, uh, but there may be, and we can't say this definitively, but we also look for multiple connections. You know, are, are is it the same people doing the same thing? Are they doing it for intimidation? And then they actually, uh, you know, achieve their purpose. Uh, so it's all part of the investigation, but it's always a concern. Uh, certainly down the road, and I've talked about this before, uh, Toronto is facing a very uh, large spike in both the shootings and homicides. We're not in the same yet, and we were... Uh, reduced in both areas last year. Well, homicides were pretty much the average. Um, but I mean, you know, I don't mean to belittle that because of course any victim and the impact that has is horrendous. Um, and then we've got, as you know, uh, outstanding um, homicide investigations related to traditional organized crime. So these are all concerns. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, it's not a big public safety issue. And my commentary is, uh, depending on where these people place the rounds or miss, uh, it's always a public safety concern. But, you know, when it's targeted, I think people go, okay, it's not just uh, arbitrary. Somebody's, you know, targeted for this. Yeah, but you don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And we've exactly. Had, sadly, there's been some tragedies uh, here and in Toronto, certainly. Definitely. Uh, where innocent bystanders have been killed. And uh, th- that's the, the play. Exactly. Uh, you know, some of these situations here, you, I, I, there's no way to compartmentalize this and say, well, it's only going to happen over here. I mean, that's right. It happened on any street at any time. I mean, the, the one that I think scared an awful lot of people, I think it was at uh, King of Maine or Victoria a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Noontime on a Sunday. Yeah. Gun, gunplay. And somebody had a dash cam going, as you know, and you see it. And I guess what's disturbing when you actually see the events is just how um, nonchalant in some ways that people pull out a gun and start shooting. And certainly what we've seen from some of the, the shootings in other jurisdictions, including the states, you know, that's really disturbing. That There's no emotional content. Like there wasn't a fight just prior. Somebody walks up, pulls a gun out and starts shooting. That's That's disturbing. Why is this drug-related, uh, the fact that they seem to be more firearms than, than in the past? Uh, overall, as a commentary, yes. We know that uh, guns, money, and drugs all go together, and we do know that the drug trade, uh, you know, is still, um, you know, profiting by, uh, you know, the harm to others. We know it from, most recently, the purple heroin that was introduced and its lethality, the opioid crisis. Uh, you've got the illegal dispensaries running, um, and keeping in mind, you know, people can possess 30 grams uh, now that they've legalized it, um, and if you have medical license with the proper verification, can have 150 grams in addition to 30 grams. That's a lot of marijuana, um, but the point is beyond that, and if you're doing it for profit, then gun, money, drugs.